1: Alright, welcome everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Matt McNeil. What's
2: up? Uh... So, did you long... pause for effect?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, what? There was... I said, what's up? Can you not hear me?
2: No, we, uh, we can hear you.
1: There was just an oddly long pause. It was like, and here's Matt McNeil, and then you were like, Hello? it was was just you know i literally was like oh my god do we lose him two seconds into the show oh my (laughs) god adjusting to the 21st century still am i right guys
0: yeah 20 definitely uh not a fan of of this year at all i mean i can't i can't wait until we're all back in the studio
1: i was gonna so that's a good question you know, I, I feel like...
2: For us particularly, I would much rather get together and do it. You think so?
1: Yeah. I I think, okay, so hear me out. I think the quality is way better when we're in the studio and we're able to, you know, joke around in person and get to see well, each other. Yeah, you're
2: around people. There's That's just like the movie watching experience. We, we sure. talk about that all the time in a theater. You can't do that now, so you don't have the reactions of the audience around you without a doubt without a doubt
1: but i for the ease of use like
2: well sure yeah we just jump on a zoom call and we're done
1: right like (laughs) it basically cuts down almost an hour i would say between drive time for you guys and you know like we banter before the episode we banter after the episode yeah so like you know i'm i'm all down for for moving back into in person when this is all over But I just—I didn't
2: know if you guys would be up for it.
0: I definitely want to.
2: I mean, I live two minutes down the road, so I'm I'm perfectly fine.
0: Uh, Matt doesn't. I don't care. I don't care. I'll make the drive. Interesting.
2: Matt's the one that's always late and says he was stuck in traffic. Yeah. He got behind a slow old lady or something.
1: Bro, it's a Sunday at 11 a.m.
2: Yeah, they're all going home from church. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. And you know all those old ladies drive those giant boats of cars that they have no business being behind the Mm -hmm, wheel of. mm -hmm. It's like a 76-year-old woman driving a (laughs) Chevy Tahoe, the extended
1: edition or whatever. You're like, oh, my God, stop. Oh, anyway, we have a great show. And actually, uh, a shameless plug here. So outside of this show, I started streaming on Twitch. You can find me at PipBoyFresh. So if you enjoy the content, On our podcast, find me on Twitch at PipBoyFresh, P I P B O Y Fresh, Fresh. PipBoyFresh. But this, I wanted to, I wanted to plug that for a specific reason. So we have uh, another guy that that streams with me named uh, Nate Dudley. Shout out to Nate; he's super funny, super hilarious. Last night I was playing with him, and I think it was after a lot of you guys had went to bed, and Nate was like, "You know what, guys." I watched a movie that Shane recommended. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) See? See? Okay. He was like, I watched Cell Block or Brawl and Cell Block. Oh, no. Hold on. Hear me. Okay. So here, hold on. And he was like, I got to say, it just wasn't that great. Like, the special effects were kind of bad. And he's like, you know, like, this is 2020. Like, it's just, and I was like, dude, don't take, unless you're really, really into action movies. I wouldn't take a lot of chains.
2: Well, so movie here's about. the thing, though, to counter a few points. Right. I like that movie a lot too. Okay. It's not an action movie, and the effects that he made the movie intentionally, like a like a '70s grindhouse type of movie. Sure. And it was all practical effects for all of the uh, gore and stuff. Sure. Okay, but hear me out.
1: Then I, I think Nate is a great judge of this because he, he's not on the podcast. He doesn't watch movies like we do. Would the average viewer enjoy that?
2: Um, I don't that's, know. That's I the don't point know. that I'm trying it's, to get. At. So, I will say, though, it's, it's way too long, uh, but I like it. the dialogue. It's directed really well. The dialogue sure. is fantastic. It's written sure. by the same guy that wrote Bone Tomahawk. Well, yeah, but hear me out. It, and it the follows average, that same type of pattern, though, where are the it's average, so slow for an hour and a half, and then all of it goes to hell. Are the average audiences going to enjoy that? No, and that's why they went straight to Amazon. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: So, so, but, but then we got, we got onto this whole tangent, because I was like, Nate, don't take any like most action movies from Shane unless you're really into it or you like and, the cast. And then can on, we also shut up, shut up, say up, though, on, hang on, hang you're hang talking on, about on. the guy whose favorite actor is, is Mark Wahlberg. Okay. If, if Nate, Nate's so well but dude, a
2: lot of people love Mark Wahlberg. i okay, but
0: Wait, is that he is that true? Is Nate's favorite actor really Mark Wahlberg? Yes it is. That is he true. gets
2: really hurt when we oh, tell him no. how bad of an actor yeah. Wahlberg is.
1: Yeah. So okay, but hear me out. so then I said and you can't take drama movies from Aaron because he likes the most boring ass drama movies ever. You can't take horror movies from Matt. True. He, he likes horror movies that are very niche sometimes. And you can't take movies with a good True plot, like with potholes from me because I'm like, ah, it was a fun movie. Have <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> like, like everybody has their flaw. And I couldn't think, like, what is Steve's flaw? You know, like what, like is it, is it the kind Marvel. of Marvel? Like,
2: Disney and Marvel. Like
1: he he gives Marvel movies a pass?
2: Yep, yep. Wow, he's a lot a kind of, he's a lot more uh, lenient when it comes to the superhero genre than we right. are.
1: Right. And then and then what was Brent's? Because Brent was in the conversation, but I don't remember. Comedies. Comedies. And that's that's what I was gonna say, but I don't know. I think we touched on it last time, but I don't remember what it was.
2: Yeah. So, I mean it's you kind of get blinded by your love of right. any one thing. Yeah. Uh yes. so you're right. Don't take our advice, but you have to remember, though, how it kind of goes both ways. Because, no, like with sure. Matt, with horror movies, sure, maybe he will be blinded by his love for the genre, but he's also seen way more horror movies. And if you're that's looking not- for a recommendation, right?
1: That's that's what I mean. So, like, there is something to. And like-
0: to to be to be fair, to be fair, if I if I you know, recommend a horror movie and it's schlock, I'm going to be totally up front and say that it's schlock. Like I am, I am aware enough to know when a movie is not good. No, no, no. But I,
1: Yeah, no, without a doubt. I think, I think all of us are in that same vein. Like I will not stand on a hill and say like, Dave Made a Maze is a perfect movie. It's like, hell no, that movie has so many plot holes. And the characters Yeah, but you'll
2: died. die on that hill saying that you've loved the movie. That's right, like when exactly. me with Cold Mountain. It's like, I exactly. don't care what you say. Unless you say it's great and you love it, you're wrong. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's
0: like, everybody has <laughs> and You're the own. only one who has that opinion. No, I'll yeah, die right. I'll
2: die on the hill of uh, Waterworld too. Fight me.
0: Stop!
1: <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I will... Dude, I will call up Kevin Costner right now and I'll have him fight you for it. Even
2: Kevin Costner would be like, no, that movie's shit. Right, that's what I
1: mean. He's like, no, dude, we can't go that far. I will fight you for those words. Oh, so listeners, if you're new to the show, know that about our cast. And I wanted, like, I thought that was a really fun conversation because Nate was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. I was like, yeah, dude. Because I think we do, we have seen, what episode is this?
2: Oh, by my count, by my list, this is 356.
1: Yep, that's what I got to. All right. So by our count of 356 movies that we have seen and actually like reviewed in depth on this show, I think we have a pretty good judge of movies at this point. So take that into consideration with when when you get a review from us and you're like i thought that movie was a lot better it's like well you know
2: you also have to remember most of us are very set in our ways and it takes a lot to yeah to sway that it takes a special movie to hit the right notes without a doubt without a doubt. spoiler alert i don't know if i felt good about this movie
0: oh i I, as soon as i knew you were watching it i was like oh mike's gonna hate this
2: Well, well, and I didn't—I I didn't know what to think of it going in. Um, I will say though, we talked about this. This was on my list of movies to see because it's yeah. in uh, my 501 must-see movies book. So it's been one I've—I've I've been meaning to get to, and without being on the podcast, I don't think I would have. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I—I—I I, I know. I can guarantee I would never have seen this movie. No. Um, outside of the sh- or outside of the show, and to be fair. I think I'm better off having seen it. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. Um, so we will get, we will get into this. Let's yeah. not let's not rush rush to the to the review right now. Uh, let's let's talk about what we've seen lately. Aaron, have you seen anything? Uh,
2: within um, the past
1: week? Did you skip last week's show?
2: I said I wasn't on last week. Last week's was uh the, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Yep. I wish I would have been on that, but no, I wasn't able to be but I, the only one that stands I watched a few movies. None were very good. I watched a lot of kids' movies with my little guy, but <laughs> one that I watched with my wife was called The Grand Seduction, and the reason I watched it is because it has, uh, it stars, uh, well, Taylor Kitsch for one, but that's not why I watched
1: it. Who the hell is Taylor K- I
2: know the name is familiar. He was, uh, well, he's... John Mars, John Carter of Mars, whatever the crappy Disney movie uh, that flopped big time.
1: Hey, well, I, I thought you but he's you. made
2: he's made some strides because he well he was also Gambit in the world's worst superhero movie, Wolverine. <laughs> um But he was also Wait, which in Wolverine? The one with Gambit that was terrible. What well, the the one with um God what was it Was that was Deadpool? that the
0: Wolverine or was that Origins?
2: That was the one with Wolver- with uh, Deadpool that wasn't Deadpool.
0: Oh okay, Origins, yeah. yeah that like movie was garbage. Origins, yeah.
2: But anyway, he's he was good in uh, he was in True Detective season 2 is very good. He was good in uh, I watched the series uh, Waco. Oh about yeah, about the yeah, true yeah. story about the Waco disaster and he played the the main the the leader of that group. So I thought I'd give it a shot. It also has uh, stars Brendan Gleeson. That's the reason I wanted to give it a shot. I think Brendan is one of the most over or underrated actors because he's just fantastic. What's this movie called? The Grand Seduction. It's a comedy. Uh, and, and it was when? pretty good. Uh 2013. Oh, it it's not new. It just came on Prime though.
1: Oh, okay, there it is. There
2: it is. I looking, I, I just had out. it on my list. It just came on Prime.
1: I was looking so, at like his IMDb and I'm like Okay, 21 Bridges, Waco, Only the Brave. And I'm like going down the list and I'm like, where the hell is this movie? Well, and it's got so- good
2: enough scores, a, a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, so I thought I'd give it a shot. And I think sure. it's worth a watch. It's free to watch if you have Amazon Prime. So uh, it's, it's a fun movie. It gets a little, um, I don't know how to, you know, like on sitcoms where it's like something, they, they dig themselves into a hole and they keep doing dumber yeah. and dumber things to continue digging deeper into a hole. It's kind of one of those stories. So it gets a little far-fetched, but it's still fun. It's like a lighthearted comedy. There's never any moment where anything bad is going to happen to anybody. But it was fun. Uh, My wife liked it a lot. So definitely worth a watch since it's free. It's the only one that was even halfway decent that I saw. What's it free on? Amazon Prime.
1: Okay, thank you. Uh, well, with a Prime subscription, of course. With us yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Matt, have you seen anything?
0: Uh, yeah, I've I've watched mostly. I've just been rewatching movies, but I have you know gone in and, and watched a few movies that I haven't seen before. Um, I did binge. I don't know if I've already said this on here, but I did binge the entire uh, series of Ratchet, which was really good. Nice. Um, I went and watched uh, Crimson Peak, which uh, there is a review of that up on the Too Spooky page, um, for anybody who wants to check that out. Uh, I started The Forest and then immediately fell asleep because it was one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. Um, Okay. Anything else? And uh, there was something else that I oh, uh, Schley actually picked a movie for us to watch called, well, what was it called? Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, I think, um, with Mark Duplass and Aubrey Plaza, and that was actually a pretty decent movie. It's it's one of those like feel good movies um kind of a love story. I think Aaron would probably I know he hates Aubrey Plaza, but I think he would actually like it. Um Mark Duplass is always a treat. I don't
2: hate um, Aubrey Plaza. I just think <laughs> she, she's one of those that plays the same thing and everything she is and her shtick kind of
0: it's just got old for me. Yeah. Um but that that one I think is on Netflix um and it's it's a it's a cute movie. I I would recommend it.
1: Okay. Okay um as for me i haven't seen anything new literally nothing new aside from There's the audition of course nothing new out there well i mean even oh, you if, mean like new for you new to me yeah yeah um i haven't uh sat down to read anything or watch you know anything.
2: what i think i think yeah. the other guys mentioned it shane and steve have mentioned it but um and dang, what is the name of it? That British horror movie they mentioned? I actually did watch that. Oh boy, oh, dang it!
1: Great, yeah, great content, My fault. Aaron. Great content, buddy.
2: <laughs> I wish I could remember. It was, it was actually fantastic. The Duke, get duped, get duped, is what it's called. They mentioned it, and I watched it. It, it is another one on Prime. One hundred percent worth it. Yeah, fun, funny. Uh I mean, it's four dumb kids trying to stumble their way through. It, it like mm-hmm. turns the slasher genre on its head. It's pretty fun.
1: All right, I'll have to check it out because I've heard, honestly, from you three now that it's pretty damn good across the board. So maybe, maybe it would be worth worth the watch. I have been um, making a list of the, all the things that I want. I wanted to watch recently, and it's a lot of TV shows, and I know you guys are probably going to give me shit for this. Mhm. I want to watch Mad Men. I mean Mad it depends. Men. I want to watch Mad Men.
2: I've heard a lot of good things about that. It just seemed, it seems dull to me like I wouldn't enjoy binging how many seasons.
0: Really? I have also heard a lot of good things about Mad Men. It just is not my style of show.
1: Really? See, and I I know that Aaron thinks John Hamm is vanilla. Very so I, vanilla. I like him, man i like him there's something about him
2: and i'm like that hey, whole show seems it's, vanilla to it's me. how
0: it's how handsome he is that's yep. that's what's got you give
1: me that ham hock you know what i'm saying oh i <laughs> definitely know what you're saying um but also the marvelous miss Maisel. have have either of you guys seen that yeah
2: about the up comedian yeah i haven't seen it i've nope. heard that it's yeah. fantastic and it's won a lot of awards mm-hmm. i haven't both.
0: heard anything about it
2: really
1: uh i I, yeah like aaron said i heard it's just fantastic um but it's those are there's something about that like era because that's like 50s 40s 50s 60s you know um that really is interesting to me right now it is interesting well
2: that whole i mean anything in that era is fun
0: then mike i would if you can get your hands on it you should watch lovecraft country because that's set in the 50s is and that's that's a fantastic show
1: is that the new series is that the one produced by That's, Peel or whatever?
0: Yeah, yeah, on okay. HBO. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, we, I think we just canceled our HBO, but <laughs> but good thing.
0: Oh, just steal it from somebody else, like I do.
1: Well, okay. Well, this is our podcast, <laughs> I'm not the thief. So
0: um, I had permission. Yeah,
1: I mean, it is what it is. Um, no, so we 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 binged Game of Thrones from like February. Through When did I finish that? Like May? Like we binged all eight seasons in like a matter of three months. And it's not even six months later. And Laura comes to me and says, you know what we should watch?
2: Oh, stop. Oh my God. Once is enough. We should watch Game of Thrones again. No.
0: Yeah, once is more than enough. You can put those
2: thousand hours of TV watching into watching good things. it's a good series it's a very good series let's be real it's not no it's not it's a good series until it's not
0: no it was never a good series let's i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it real that series was overblown and was never good and people overhyped it and hbo tried to to keep you entertained by any boobs necessary it's just it was not any death necessary
2: they turned it into a a social experiment to keep people talking about guys, it it's a soap guys, opera
1: guys guys remember my fatal flaw i could not give a shit about the plot as long as it's fun to watch
0: <laughs> but it's not it is it's, 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 really not. And these, it's so boring traits,
1: these are our character traits where we're not going to agree on this so oh, yeah i well, suppose this, this is this is just at that point where it's just it's fine we're just not going to um, i mean i i
2: did i loved it until i didn't yeah so. But
1: the, the good thing is, is she's also really into Harry Potter. And she just, she literally read all seven books in like a month. It is probably like a month and a half. But I was like, oh my God. So I think I'm going to convince her to watch all seven uh, movies. Or all eight Harry Potter movies before
2: we go back. You and- know what? I, I think Laura is a time traveler. And she's from the future, mm-hmm. and she's come to she's catching up oh. on. Uh, she's catching up on all the trends from ten years ago to try to fit in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what's happening here. It's like, hey, you know these Harry Potter uh, movies? Hey, yeah. she, she comes Mike, have here. you
0: watched Have you watched The Witcher yet?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Okay, um, that's that's a good in between. It's like it's like part. It, it's like a Harry Potter Game of Thrones mix. I wonder
1: would the, is that is that for ladies
0: though? And it's a good, and it's a good like, series. Like uh, Shley enjoyed it.
2: Okay. All right. I have this thing though. I I do want to see that, but I have this thing where I will not watch a show until the show is complete. Because I'm not going to watch some of it and then wait a year for more content. No, I just want to I mean, binge it and be done.
1: See, I think I've I think that's really weird how our viewing habits as humans have changed over the past probably less than 10 years. You know what I mean? Um, but I think there is something to, and, and like waiting for a new series and like...
2: No, like, I, I will not do it. Yeah, I because know you're. you're is I just, just also, give up on it and never I, go back to it.
0: I will never, ever, 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 ever stop recommending Castlevania to people. Um, because like and, and yes, it's a cartoon, but it's one of the best shows I've ever seen, and I think it might be the best Netflix original period. Like it's so good, and everyone should watch mm. it.
1: Have you ever seen Big Mouth?
0: Uh, yeah, I I didn't finish the most recent season because I kind of lost interest in it, but uh, this Castlevania is better than Big Mouth.
2: You okay, ever heard well, of a little show called Bob's Burgers? I bet it's not a better cartoon than that. It's, that's not a Netflix. Sh-
0: it's not a Netflix original. Yeah, that's not the original.
2: Cartoons. <clears throat> okay, well, we could we could get
1: all into like cartoons, dude. SpongeBob. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Let me tell
0: you. All right. No, no, no. I'm not talking about children's cartoons.
1: SpongeBob is not a children's
0: this cartoon. This is very much in a... Ad- Castlevania is very much an adult-oriented show. Yeah, you're
1: also going to tell me that Death Clock's a good cartoon series. Well, first
0: it? of all, it's called Metalocalypse. And second of all, yes, that show's amazing.
1: See, my point. It's not. I've tried. Oh, I've tried on multiple occasions. Anyway, let's, are, are we ready to move in to yeah. the audition. audition? All right. Not the
2: audition. Right, audition. audition. Audition.
1: Okay, so from 1999 auditions, a rated R drama, horror, mystery film. It's an hour and 55 minutes long. Uh, synopsis, a widower takes an offer to screen girls at a special audition arranged for him by a friend to find him a new wife. The one he fancies is not who she appears to be after all. Directed by Takashi Mike. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, it's me, okay? <laughs> That's Dude takashi no you have to say it just like that because there are multiple (laughs) eyes takashi mike i i I,
0: I knew i knew you were gonna make some kind of dumb joke like that Uh,
1: m-i-i-k-e and i don't want to like for the for the listeners at home i'm not making fun of that culture i just i pronounce even
2: yeah mike is not culturally insensitive he's just dumb Right, I'm not like making fun of their names or anything. Yeah, I mean, with literally everything. Yeah, Mike's
0: Mike's favorite. Mike's favorite director is Benicio del Toro. So stop. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I say one dumb thing. the only dumb thing I've ever said. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's it's pronounced Mike. Yes. Takashi Mike. Written by Ryu, the novel Ryu Murakami. I don't know that close enough. Screenplayed by Daisuke Tengen. So the cast is starring Ihishina. I'm I'm gonna butcher these names. I'm, I'm doing my best, guys. <laughs> Ryo Ishibashi. I'm gonna say Yoon Kunimara. And I mean that's that's basically it yeah i mean uh tetsu sawaki it's it's that's, yeah that's really yeah, it right it's a is this, is this japanese yes okay yes it's a japanese film um again from 1999. so the on rotten tomatoes the film gets 82 percent certified fresh from critics giving it a score of 7.36 out of 10 Audience score of 80%, giving it a 3.9 out of 5. Wow, higher than I thought. Critics' consensus, an audacious, unsettling Japanese horror film from d- director Takashi Mike. Audition and er- entertains as both a grisly shocker and psychological drama. So, Matt, you picked this, correct? I did. Um, And actually, real quick, we are in the middle of horror month, so get your picks in, com Uh Request horror movies are on the homepage. So this is just another in that series. Uh, why did you pick this one, Matt? Uh,
0: I haven't seen it before, and the like. My, my first instinct was to um, was to pick a Cronenberg movie, and I was kind of torn between Scanners and Videodrome. But I've like I've seen both of those movies a hundred times over and audition i had been meaning to see for a long time but i never have and when i saw that it was on shutter i was like all right that's that's my pick
1: mhm all right and what are your first thoughts from the film
0: i liked it 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 might have the runtime might've been a little too long. I think there's some stuff that they could have cut out to kind of get it closer to a 90 minute movie. Um, but overall it's, it's a very, very good film. I have always been a huge fan of Japanese horror movies. I think they're all very good. They, they, they know how to create a lot of tension without having to rely on, on jump scares. And this movie does that very, very well. Um, and I think that, that the performances, especially from um, Hishina, like she was fantastic in this movie. And you That's know, familiar. I I don't, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know, you know, I don't follow Japanese actors as much as as right. you know American ones. But um, you know, if she's been in other stuff, I'm sure she's probably a very good actress in those too. But in specifically in this movie, I thought she was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I um I man, I thought. So, okay, when I was watching this, I was like, you know what? This is like they're building up a story, but way more, and I, I feel like I say this for a lot of horror movies now, but they're giving it more of a story than I feel like it might deserve or than I thought it would give it. And this honestly kind of reminded me in the way that Parasite had recently built their um, story because Parasite's very slow in, I would say, like the first half. And this movie sure. is very much in that way.
2: Horror movies, I I mean, God, how many good Asian horror movies are there that have had terrible American remakes, where the American <laughs> remakes, and even a, a lot of original American horrors, the reason I used to not take the genre seriously is because they don't do it service like a movie like this does, where all they want to do is have this cookie cutter crappy story to put in some sort of scares and usually crappy jump scares. Yep. And a lot of the Asian horror movies and even newer horror movies now, I mean, you see a lot with Hereditary or uh, It Comes at Night or things like that where they dedicate so much to the feeling of the movie right. and invest in the characters that even the slightest horror elements work so much better.
1: Without a doubt. It's... Yeah, I I I agree. I was I don't know, like this movie's honestly like somewhat normal. Like it's a psychological thriller. It's or it's almost a drama for like the
2: first half or three quarters, and then it flips the hardest switch. It does, and but it wasn't to me, anyways. It wasn't jarring. It felt like it had earned it enough that yeah and they had this weird kind of dream sequence transition from one genre to just complete bonker's horror yeah. flasher type, but With I, without a doubt I thought it earned enough of of uh a buy in for me to accept flipping from a romance to just this crazy movie
1: yeah no i i agree i think I think it was a a fast transition, but I don't think it wasn't like very jarring, you know what I mean like it was kind of like, Oh my God, we're going here. Oh my God, we're here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt, I don't, yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, Matt, I don't know if you felt the same way.
0: Uh, I mean, they, they definitely give you hints earlier on in the movie. Like when they, uh, show her, um, after they have their first date and then it shows her in her house and she's just sitting by the phone on the floor and you see this bag, um, And then the bag like moves and he's like, oh, there's a person in there. And like, that's, that's your first inkling. And they, they just give you like little, little bits throughout the movie. Like here's a breadcrumb, here's a breadcrumb, here's a breadcrumb. And then boom, here's the torture. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this is a great pacing. I loved it.
1: Dude, I, I will stand by it when they say like what you make up in your mind is almost always worse than what is shown on screen. Yeah. And when they just showed the bag kind of flail around, I was like, "Demon, like what? What? What is in there? You know what I mean? It that is super jarring, like and, in a, in a good way for this film.
2: And a lot of, um, I mean, we went through it in, in American horror, where you went through this period of every horror coming out was what they called torture porn, where it's just a movie for the sake of showing gore and bad things happen. And this this did it in a way where, I mean, it had a prolonged torture sequence, but it wasn't tremendously gory and it wasn't over the top. It, I mean, there was hardly any blood at all. It was just the idea of what that guy was going I, through and watching I, it unfold is like... <laughs> like I Jesus.
1: legitimately did not watch... This is actually the last like 15 minutes of the film was i've watched this with laura i didn't i didn't have any other chance or like chance to watch it and so i was like hey like if you want to hang out tonight i have to watch this movie And she's like yeah i'll watch it so the last 15 minutes were her covering her eyes Mm -hmm. and me talking (laughs) about everything that was happening on screen and i was like yep and now the sun walked in and uh oh it's not going well (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: and and actually i'm glad that aaron brought up um, the the torture porn subgenre, uh, because the I don't know his name, but the director of Hostel, um, said that this movie was a direct inspiration for him to do that.
2: And of course, yeah, they did it in a way that was so gaudy and
0: terrible. I mean, oh yeah, Hostel's a garbage movie. Who
1: did Hostel? Cause Nick, friend of the show.
0: Let me look it up here. Real and quick. I
1: were yeah, I'm looking it up as well. We were talking about that Jay Hernandez, or is that the actor? Yeah, no, it's Eli Roth. No, Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Eli Roth because he recommended. God, he recommended. I I do. I watch one movie, and I was like, no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. maybe it was Death Wish. Anyway, that's that's a whole other story. But no, I do think, like this movie is fine. I. F- I'm not a big fan of, like, torture porn at all. Uh, I get a little squeamish. And even this movie towards the end, I was like, all right, this is a little much for me.
2: No, I, I agree. The The subgenre of of just movies that show torture, to me, it feels cheap. It feels like you didn't earn it. All you're doing is showing the grotesque. But for sure. uh, to me, this one is different. It's not like Hostel or, you know, any of the others that are just, like the the later Saw movies that just went over the top to show you the gruesome deaths and mutilations. But this one at least gave you enough to justify her behavior, even though you know it's not right because the the guy she's doing it to had good intentions. But it gave you enough of her backstory that you understand, okay, this is a really, really damaged human being (laughs) basically her entire life. Yeah. And you kind of understand what she's doing, but.
1: Yeah. Like, her motivations were. Like, they were very good in the sense that, like, the director and the writer made them understand. But, like, if you take a step back, you're like, this is weird. Yeah. It, it, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a, a almost like a real life torture story, aside from some of this stuff
2: i mean yeah it, it does get a little far-fetched at, at times with the uh, I, I mean her whole story seems like uh i don't know it just seems like it wouldn't happen but it's enough that i don't know it it, it was i i could buy into it but it's something where i was like i don't know that any of this really adds up to this right, person right
1: but. yeah yeah um one thing that I wanted to note is the editing of this film I thought was beautiful. And there were two specific parts that really popped out to me.
2: Yep. I wanted to bring this up, but go no,
1: ahead. I don't even know if you're, I would think we're going to be talking about okay. different things. All right. My I do a little more subtle uh, in the audition itself. I thought the way that they filmed and specifically edited that was just beautiful because it, They went through basically 30 women in a matter of like five minutes and it was just clean and succinct and it felt like it added to that type of um scenes like in other movies like pulling from this and movies in the past that they pulled from i thought it was just very well done editing in that in that style but then also there was one specific cut in the cafe
2: Yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. It wasn't just one. It was a few times in a cafe. Where it kind of jumped. Progressively, and it it felt like a continuous conversation, but it would cut oddly, and then there were fewer patrons in that cafe area, right. and then it ended right. up being empty. And
1: Yeah, and you're like, is this just bad filmmaking? Yeah. And then, boom, it comes back. Friggin' an hour later or whatever and it it all starts making sense but I will say I was kind of confused with all of the dream sequences like I didn't understand what the hell was happening towards the end
2: yeah I kind of was in the same thing where it's like were they trying to give us two alternate outcomes of this same love story where one ended well and one ended up with a psycho torture scene (laughs) I didn't understand but that's not to say though that whole dream sequence. Uh, after he, I guess obviously we're going into spoilers, but right, right, right. Uh, so after he drank, the she had put whatever in his drink to to paralyze him, and as he like fell backwards and hit the floor, and we have this awesome transition into this crazy dream sequence of all of these things that we we learn more about her and and things that he saw. And, I thought that was one of the most fantastic yeah. sequences, even though it was just bananas and confusing. And Yeah. It, it's it's kind of
1: like everything that they left on the cutting room floor to cut down this movie, and they were just like, well, let's just toss it in this dream sequence, and it'll all make sense. And it, But it does. That's the beautiful part about it, because you get the little small pieces from that conversation in the cafe back in that dream sequence, and you're like, damn, this is more in-depth... Than I thought we were going to get at this point.
2: Yeah, and and I don't know. I give kudos to it because it it could have it could have been one of these movies that takes pleasure in showing just that torture. Yeah. But it it just didn't feel like that to me. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but it it didn't feel like one where it's like, oh, let's show this because this is what people want to see.
1: No, I again am I a lot a lot of I wasn't watching uh, a lot of that. Scene. <laughs> I'll be dead like, because I don't. But
0: I uh, I, I will admit I alone. did look away for like a second when she pulled out the acupuncture needles because I, I just hate oh, needles. Yeah. So like that was my, my that was my like oh nope hang on but then right I after, you know I
2: I think that it's a it's a real fear. To, to put into your viewer, like, Oh, put yourself in this guy's situation. She mm-hmm. just told you, you cannot move every sense in your, your, your nerves are heightened. So you'll nope. feel everything more. And then she opens this giant thing of acupuncture right. and it's like, Oh my, Oh my
0: God. Right.
2: She, pull, she, pull, <laughs> she pulls open go, go gadgets, like and you're like, Oh no. Yeah, you just sitting there, no 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't mm-hmm. go extreme, it doesn't show a whole lot, but it's just the idea yeah. but of okay. what you're told. She does well, she I mean, there are you can see
1: her like cutting off a little bit of his foot.
2: Okay, yeah. But so
1: again girlfriend had her eyes closed and I'm sitting there like kind of watching and I'm like all right skip 10 seconds ahead skip 10 seconds ahead like you know just like to get fill in the blanks because I don't want to watch her like sawing through the bone and stuff like that and I'm like all right I don't want to watch this but it gets kind of quiet and so I like I look up and I, I watch back at the movie, and it's from the side angle, so it's outside the house. <laughs> yeah. and, and she, she chucks was, the <laughs> foot,
0: <laughs> doom,
1: right up against
0: <laughs> the glass door.
1: <laughs> Dude, I was dying, and then me relaying to the, relaying <laughs> that information to my girlfriend is covering
2: her yeah. eyes. I would love to. Oh. That should be a YouTube channel, play by play for horror movie scenes, Dude,
1: without a doubt. I'm telling. Hey, that's that's a joke that I've had that I think. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into uh, a video form on my on my streaming Instagram page where it's like play by play of us doing really dumb things in Dead by Daylight, which yeah. is a, a horror video game of like oh Michael coming around the back side yeah with a gut wrenching shot.
2: It, it was one of those movies where you you want to like you said skip ahead skip ahead come on yeah. I don't want to see you. stop it please stop yeah <laughs> which
1: and that's completely their intention which yes. Like that's the I guess the one thing that really got me, and this is just nasty, was the vomit.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. <laughs> yeah,
2: for those that are wondering, uh she kept this so we don't even have to human talk as a pet and fed it her own vomit.
0: Uh, oh, so it's it's I think heavily implied that that was her stepfather. Um, what, so- I, no, I thought it was the manager
2: guy that went missing.
0: Oh yeah, no, maybe you're right
2: because then uh cuz the manager guy was tied to the bartender that she murdered somehow. I forgot how they were in a relationship or something.
0: Yeah, um, because so so uh for anybody out there who is familiar with Japanese culture, this gal is a yandere and I'm going to explain that to Aaron and Mike cuz I have they have no idea what that means. So nope. Uh, a yandere is, uh, the word is derived from uh, the Japanese words yandere meaning insane and dairy dere, dere which means affectionate, so it's basically someone who is uh, they've been driven to insanity by extreme obsession or love, which can result in them like being violent. And that's basically this entire character because she, she's constantly like, promise me you won't love anybody else. Promise me you won't mm-hmm. love anybody else. And then she sees the picture of, cause she's in his house and she sees the picture of his, um, Son. his late wife. Oh, and
1: that's what, that's
0: what, right. that's what yeah. spurs on this whole thing.
1: That's right. Gosh, man.
0: Like well, and the whole
2: movie has that that kind of, and I don't know that this is the part where I felt like I didn't buy into it because you see a lot of people talking about it online, and there are a lot of you can you can feel it throughout the movie. It's kind of this feminist, uh, uh idea of uh, striking back against sexualization of females, like where she's on top of him, torturing him, and she keeps chanting that whatever she's like, saying that basically deeper. translates to deeper, deeper, deeper. deeper. Yeah is you know a metaphor for obvious yeah things
0: and actually i'm i'm really glad that you brought that up because there's been um because i was doing some research after i watched the movie and there's actually two two different ways that people interpret this they like there's the the feminist way that aaron said about you know the you know striking Mm -hmm. back against um you know the sexualization of women and everything like that but they also um have interpreted this movie as being misogynistic because the uh the main character i forget what his actual character's name is um but Asana. the whole no yeah thank you
1: that was the female
0: uh oh yeah yeah awesome is the the girl um what was his name
2: is he was Shib- ayo ayo, ayo- yeah, yama that's right ayama ayo-
0: yeah, right. yeah 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 okay so it, it, the the whole like Anyways. idea behind the movie is um you know that he is trying to he holds an audition right so he's treating these women like objects and and he's trying to find a replacement um and and the whole torture scene is his fear of of that that strike back so yep. it it is definitely uh two different ways to interpret it um, well,
2: and I read along the same lines, I read an article that was talking about how and we talked about how it flipped genres, but how it flipped like you're saying it was portraying that first scene when they're they're doing the audition is like the the extreme misogynistic point of view where I mean even during an audition for a movie, they ask no questions about anything regarding acting talent they're asking questions like, "Would you do nudity uh do?" Yeah. Uh, are you sexually promiscuous or whatever they're asking? It's like nothing to do with it. And it's just they're parading these women. And then at the same moment it flips from this romance to a horror. It flips from that extreme misogyny to the exact opposite of her being the dominant and controlling and torturing the males in the same way that they put them to it. But the idea to me though, where it falls apart is she's saying you know you're all the same you you parade these women out and and turn them down and call them back for sex and it's like sure they did a wrong thing this guy but his intentions were never evil and he never treated her with any disrespect and it's like that's where it kind of fell apart to me is like her intentions i get it she maybe was thinking one thing but yeah seems like a decent guy <laughs> to me
1: yeah i mean i think even thinking that in the first place though like that it's okay i don't know because he was
2: never comfortable with it that was matt's point is is is, is is all of that in his head because of he's so guilty over finding this woman in that type of situation in that way that's very yeah honestly though like
1: did you hate anything about this movie in general like was there anything bad about this movie bad? Uh, no.
0: Yeah, no. I there's there's nothing about the movie that that is, you know, overtly bad that I would criticize. Uh, like I said at the beginning, the only thing that um you know, is that the, the for me the runtime was just a little bit long. Like there's a couple of things that they probably could have either shortened or or taken out completely to sure. um you know, to, to help get it down to a more digestible. Cause this is for a lot of people, this is not going to be an easy movie to watch. It's very slow. It's almost two hours. And and the the stuff that you're expecting doesn't happen until the last like 15, 20 minutes of the movie. So a lot of people are going to go into this, you know, and, and the payoff doesn't happen until the very, very end. So I think that's going to turn a lot of people off. So I think they, you know if they shortened the runtime, they they could have potentially avoided that pitfall. But I personally like the movie the way it is, and and I don't have any any issues with it.
1: No, agreed. I think the movie is about uh, done about as well as possible. And actually, in the trivia on IMDb, uh, Quentin Tarantino says a true masterpiece if there was ever one about this uh, movie. Yep,
2: yeah, so. I mean it's it is. Uh, I mean, you talked about the quirky editing that had a purpose and even the the odd camera angles um, oh dude they use yes where they use dutch angles a
0: lot but they use it so effectively
2: yes because it's like you in the normal situations everything seems like even the color palette changed the angles uh that when he went to the the ballet studio and the, the guy in the wheelchair and it's like just it makes everything feel wrong and that's exactly how they you want to feel in a movie like this where because at this point we don't know what it is but we're we keep getting told something's off with this woman and then we keep getting these little bits and even the the angles helped create that feeling yep yeah
0: everything adds to the storytelling
2: agreed so uh and lastly real quick the one other point of how well they handled the story is we talk about how tough it is to watch that torture scene and then at the end of it uh, she eventually she's chasing the son up the steps and gets kicked down and, and breaks her neck or whatever she's lying there and then you have this moment of the two looking at each other like she's lying there dying he's lying there after being tortured but they still have this moment where they connect eyes and, and she's given this monologue in in her innocent sweet voice and you yeah. still it's like in this moment you're like Oh, you still feel bad for both of these characters a little bit <laughs> and what you just yeah. saw? It's so weird. I thought they handled it fantastically, yeah. For sure.
1: And like I, like I said earlier, a lot more character building in this film than I thought. Would you guys agree with my my comparison to Parasite because Parasite it has a slow build and then it's Aaron, have you seen Parasite? I never saw
0: Parasite. God, Yeah, embarrassingly, I have yet to see it, too. Wait, you (laughs) have yet to
2: see it? It's so long. Bro, are you serious? Listen, I'm a (laughs) (laughs) two-year-old. My wife checks out at about, you know, nine o'clock, so.
0: I keep meaning to watch it, and I keep putting it off
2: watch it. If you well, if it's you, not like it's a best picture winner or anything.
0: Yeah, not not like it's <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, definitely only, didn't win the Oscar. every
2: award for yeah. it was no, able no to win.
1: win best foreign film and best uh best overall film. It's it's not like it's friggin' fantastic. Yeah. Dude, okay, so this is kind of in the same vein where Parasite's a slow build throughout and then it flips a switch and it's just bonkers man.
2: Like All right, I tell you what. I will commit to you that I will watch Parasite by next week's uh podcast. Really? All uh, right. Because it is one I want to see. I like the director. I've seen everything else he's done and it's it's really good. It's just good. one of those movies like I don't think my wife has any interest, so I'm going to have to find time sure, without myself her. to watch it. So Okay.
1: Okay. I, th- I believe it's on Hulu still.
2: Yep. Yep. Okay. So
1: it's completely worth the watch. I will say it's it might not be my favorite movie of last year but it's it's well within the top 5 it might be within the top 3 it might be number 3 on the list so anyway that's that's a whole tangent um god i, I can't believe you guys haven't seen freaking parasite and we're on a movie <laughs> review podcast I,
2: what i can't believe is out of the 3 of us you are the one that saw parasite <laughs> well, uh
1: dude the the girlfriend is friggin amazing because she, she like enjoys watching movies so she was like, well, let's try to watch all of the Oscar yeah. Best Picture nominees.
2: And I don't think we made it. Laura's too- so like, let's watch Parasite and Mike's heartbroken oh. mumbling. "Oh, I, I was going to watch 21 Jump Street, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I got to <laughs> read my movie.
0: You know, I, you know I'm, looking, I'm looking at uh, Bong Joon-ho's um, resume murder. and I think, the, I think the only other movie of his that I've seen is The Host.
2: The host is good. Oakja is on Netflix. That's a good one. Um, Snowpiercer is very good.
1: Oh yeah, I did see Snowpiercer. That's also really good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, are we at the point where we're gonna rate audition? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Matt, do you want to go first or last? Uh,
0: I'll 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 wrap it up. I'll, I'll let you guys go first.
1: Okay. Um, Aaron, go first because I'm typing. Okay. Um shoot where to put this right that's kind of also what i'm struggling with so i need someone to um
2: understand. it's it's hard because i don't think it's one of those movies i don't think i'm going to revisit this movie i don't think i'll ever watch it again unless you know 20 years down the line i want right. to revisit it but it's one of those where it's like one is probably enough but there we talked about it, there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing bad about it fair um fair. But it isn't one of those that's like has this extreme payoff, but it's just kind of steady throughout until, Mm -hmm. uh, shoot. So I think I'm still going to stick to, it's a high number, 8.75. I thought, Mm -hmm. like I said, the way that they handled the subject matter itself, the switch of genres, how they completely flipped it, how they gave you this psycho woman torturing him, that even after all of that, you still feel bad for. I think they handled everything fantastically. So 8.75. Uh, I am not super far
1: off. I'm at 7.75. Because like, like you said, I, I think it's really well done. And I, I do, this, is the, this is the part where it lowers my score, though. I would not recommend this for most people to see. <laughs> sure. And the entertainment value isn't necessarily there. Like, this is a movie for horror enthusiasts and movie lovers. Is this a movie for your everyday person? Kind
2: of like, would I recommend this for Nate Dudley? Like, we talked about at the beginning. Oh, of the heck show. no. Hell no.
0: Oh, yeah, no. And, like, Brent, Brent would hate this movie, too.
2: Right. And we, we've we talked about it before. It's not one I'm going to work and saying, hey, watch this movie, because they're going to come to you the next day and say, what the hell's wrong with you? Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> they're like, dude, what? There's... Va- and the cut and the... Saw- and, the, and you're, you're like, yeah, man. It was so fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty sweet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, so, like, that being said, I sit at 7.75, because it's better than a lot of crap out there but it's it's just not a movie i'm going to parade around yeah
2: i mean i have to give it props though because like i pointed out an american remake of this would have been
0: oh it would be horrible because i'm so glad that they have not (laughs) tried to make this movie in america
2: because a lot of times and it's getting better recent horror movies have done better like i said but Mm -hmm. a lot of times they just miss the subtlety of it that makes it what it is Without a doubt.
0: Well, and a a lot of, and especially with, with this movie in particular, like there's a lot of cultural things that just would not translate. Uh, So I, I'm very glad that they have not tried to do a remake of this.
1: Yeah. Um, Likewise.
0: But uh, I actually have the, the exact same score as Aaron. I'm giving it an 8.75. I, I was, tempted to push it into the nine territory, but the only reason that I did not do that is for the exact reason that Mike gave that uh it's not the most rewatchable film. Yeah. And and it for your average moviegoer, I don't I think a lot of people would be turned off by by how methodical the pacing is. Um yeah. but you know I pers- like personally for me, um I'll probably go back and revisit it every now and then. I don't think this is a one and done for me, but um, definitely, See, uh, I, I, definitely. I agree with that.
1: Sorry, not to, not to get you off Matt. Um, I, I agree with that. I, I, I would be more apt to revisiting this than some of the other movies we have watched. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it is higher quality, but I don't know if I want to, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> well, but here's the thing we keep saying, we're not going to recommend it, but, with it being Horror Month, if you're into horror, I think you have to watch it because yeah. of its oh, yeah. place in, in horror movie genre. It, 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 it's up there near the top of some of the best of horror movies I've seen. So Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, no,
0: I, I would definitely, if, if, you like, if you like horror movies or even if you, if you like foreign films, uh, I would recommend this movie. Absolutely.
1: Alright, um, let's go through real quick. We're, we're getting close to time on, on the end of our show. Pop quiz, this
2: or Hereditary? Oh, still Hereditary. Oh but, yeah, I would, um, yeah.
0: Hereditary is an almost perfect movie. Hereditary I mean,
2: reignited my like or love of horror movies. Fair enough. Uh, I haven't seen that yet.
1: Whoa! Whoa! <laughs>
0: You have to see it. I'm pretty sure it's still free with Prime.
1: Is uh, is Laura going to like it? Yeah.
0: Did she like this?
1: I don't think she hated it. I think she hated the last like half hour. But I also hated the last half hour, so it's fair. Uh, this or... I'm just going to run down and try to find horror movies in, in our top... whatever, 50, coming okay. down to this point. Because the final score is 8.42. This or... The Conjuring, probably Ooh. this.
0: Oh man, that's that's tough. I think, I think I would go this.
1: This or Shaun of the Dead last week's episode.
0: Oh, this one hundred percent. Yeah, this.
1: This or The Fly is that a horror movie?
2: Yes, but yeah. I would watch this.
0: I think I think I would watch The Fly just just because I'm a sucker for Jeff Goldblum.
2: Yeah, we th- heard. His cute little butt. Makes <laughs> His cute podcast. little butt. <laughs> this or The Thing?
0: Oh, The Thing. The Thing, I agree with that.
2: This or Halloween? Mm, the newer one? Well, I guess this over Either both, or. to be honest. I,
0: I, would, I would watch this over the original Halloween. I would watch the 2018 Halloween over this.
1: This or Bone Tomahawk?
2: Hmm. I have not seen Bone Tomahawk yet. I'll watch Bone Tomahawk. Really? Yeah, um, I'm a sucker for Westerns.
1: Fair enough. This or Us? This. This. This or um, I can't think of it. It's, I don't know where it, where it is on our list, but Get
2: Out. Uh, probably this. I wasn't that uh, big fan of Get Out.
0: I think I would probably, I, I mean, I, I already know I have watched Get Out more often than I will probably watch this, so I'll, I'll say Get Out.
1: This or, and this is the last one we'll do, This or The Babadook?
0: This, Mm. yeah,
2: probably this. Interesting. I don't want to watch that child screaming. I hear
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's like I love the Babadook, but man, that kid almost ruins the movie for me.
1: Yep, I I feel the exact same way. Okay, so eight point four two is the final score uh, for audition. Join us next week. Do we have a pick next week? Uh, We have Uh, to find out
2: if Shane's going to be available to pick. Yeah, because
0: I it was supposed to be Shane this week, but he didn't have he doesn't have reliable internet. That's that's right. He's moving. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we'll have another episode next week. Uh, it'll be horror again. So go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Request movies right on our homepage. Uh, anything else, guys?
2: Nope. nope. All right. Someone on the show. Tell your friends.
0: Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. sir i said good day yeah see ya hasta la vista baby
1: this has been the movie review crew podcast remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website moviereviewcrew.com linger man yeah totally linger hardcore